This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott. Welcome back, everyone, to another edition of The Drop Podcast. Well, the Blues played let's just say very bad in their game against the Coyotes. And we're going to have those highlights, I guess you could say, of the Blues 5-2 to two loss to the Coyotes. Uh, this team was not there at all, physically, mentally. They looked terrible, and I, I, don't, I don't understand it. I really don't. You come off two wins on the road, two hard-fought games. You come home and you're thinking, the Blues should win some of these games. These teams are going to be playing aren't the best teams. And they lay a goose egg, a big goose egg. Yeah, they scored two goals, but still I'm calling it a goose egg. And they lost to the worst team in the NHL. Everybody that's listening to this podcast knows any NHL team can beat any NHL team any given night. Doesn't matter. There are people out there that think that's not possible. People out there saying, how could the Blues lose to a team like the Coyotes? Number one, the Blues played terrible. Number two, the Coyotes do have talent. This isn't an AHL team. This isn't a minor league team. This is an NHL team. And when they put things together and another team makes mistakes, they're going to win games. They just don't quite have that talent when better teams play their game to win games. They just don't. But when a team starts making mistakes, the Coyotes can take advantage of it and win. There's so much terrible going on right now. I'm not going to get into it until after these highlights. I love the highlights and the postgame interviews with Steen Petrangelo and, of course, Coach Mike. Then I'm going to get into my more opinion of what's going on with the Blues and some other things concerning the Blues. The Coyotes took a very early lead, 4 to nothing in the first. In fact, they would get the first five goals of the game, and through the second period, they were up 5 to nothing on these goals. Center, here comes Domi. Hit over the line, he drops it, shooting. And a stop that time, Carter Hutton got a piece. Played along the boards. Good job there by Ronaldo getting in on the forecheck. A shot by Fisher. It's right there. They score. Put in on the rebound by Zach Ronaldo. Coyotes early with a 1-0 lead. Well, we talked about that fourth unit setting the tone and the temperature for how Rick Tockett wants to play this game. It's all about the forechecking pressure. Max Domi throws it to Fisher. Big juicy rebound by Carter Hutton right onto the stick of Zach Ronaldo who's back into the lineup here tonight, and he is jacked up. What a start for the Coyotes' position for any sort of rebound. Keller will feed the point man. It's Jason Demers, and his shot, and a goal! It trickles in, and the Coyotes have taken a 2 to nothing lead. I think Christian Dvorak got that in front, Tyson. Well, Mike Yo, not happy on the bench. I can tell you that he is giving it to his team for this start. Good pressure once again, kicking it back to the point. Demers, he finds that lane. Pretends like he's going to take it to the middle and goes to his forehand and throws it at the net in the redirection by Christian Dvorak. Carter Hutton thinks that's coming to his glove. It drops and goes far side, blocker down. Larson 
Coyotes now down low in the corner. Clayton Keller with it in behind the net. Keller gets dumped on the play to the front. They score again. Christian Dvorak, second of the game, and it's 3-0 Coyotes. They can't handle it. And Mike Gill cannot believe what he's seeing. This is a St. Louis Blues team that isn't ready to play. It's three Blues against three Coyotes down low, and the Coyotes come out with the puck. Tobias Reeder throws it in front, and Christian Dvorak, he can't believe it. His seventh goal of the season. Get it out before the Blues send back in. Luke Shen up on the wing. Richard Ponick, little pull-up move here. He finds Perlini with a shot. He scores! Brendan Perlini! 4-0, and he's at it again. Some about this building for Brennan Perlini. Three goals in two games here in St. Louis. We talk about him and how streaky he can be, and this is a whole lot of nothing, but he'll take it. When you're hot, you're hot, and Jake Allen will not be happy with this goal. Coyotes kick it outside, just throw it at the net, and it beats him short side. Somehow, bad angle, doesn't hold that near post, Fisher, right back in, across. Domi, and he'll pull it back for Chikrin. Chikrin with a shot, they score! Might have been deflected in front. I think Fisher might have gotten that one. It's 5-0 Coyotes. Christian Fisher didn't do it on the last shot by Clayton Keller. He does on the Jacob Chikrin shot, right in the eyeballs and the vision of Jake Allen. And that's exactly where you need to be. So Carter Hutton gives up the first three goals. They bring in Jake Allen. He gives up two goals. Not a good night for the goaltenders, but seriously, guys, not a good night for the defense. Several times in these goals, there was three guys on one guy, two guys on one guy, which, you know, when that happens, that leaves people open. And a lot of time, that leaves people open in front of the net to get rebounds. Terrible team play in the first and second period. The Blues would finally get on the board on two power play goals, one by Shin in the second and one by Alex Steen in the third. Goligoski trying to jam it away. Blues get it. Shin in front to Dunn, a drive, and a save. Rebound, the score! Braden Shin gets the Blues on the board with a power play goal. A good change, defenseman Alex Petrangelo jumped on the bench. Vince Dunn jumps on and just at the right time, and Dunn got possession of the puck inside the offensive zone. And for Braden Shen, a goal and three in his last four. Good work behind the net. Then Shen takes that puck and gets it right over to Dunn, who snuck in. The first shot was stopped, and the rebound pounces out right there after a little bit of a battle. And in one quick motion, Braden Shen just drills that in past the glove side. there by St. Louis. Now Braden Shen on for Dunn. He waits. And a shot, tip, rebound. Steve, he scores! He got it under the goalie. And a power play goal by Steve. And it's 5-2. Well, that's been Steve's game in the last month and a half has been determination. And he's winning battles. And he just looked up at the clock and said there's lots of time here. Well, it's a 5-2 game now. Dunn brings it back and he gets it over to the one side. Shot on goal as he delays a second. Hits the skate first. And Berglund kind of taps it behind his leg, right here. Watch Berglund there, between his legs, behind him, right between the legs of Antti Ranta, and into the net across the goal line. Just not a good night for the Blues. Overall, I don't know of any Blues player I can say that really played great. I know Steen scored, and I know Shin scored, and everybody's saying Steen's just been great lately. I think he's played pretty good, but great, I, I don't think so. I, I, I don't see it. And this team is in big trouble right now if they don't make some adjustments. I'm going to get more into depth in 
how I feel about what's going on after these uh, post-game interviews where we're going to hear from, first of all, Petrangelo, Steen, and then, of course, Coach Mike and his befuddlement, I guess you could say, on what happened in this game. If I knew the answer, it wouldn't have happened, but I just know it's not good enough. And coming off two emotional wins like that, especially the one against Toronto, and then, um, you know, first period like that. Starts with me, and it's just not good enough. The last game you guys played here, the Florida game, was similar in some ways. You had a little better start in that game, but are there other are there similarities to that last time here? Yeah, Which, gonna, I mean, this just is usually a tough place to play, or has been in the past, and this year, for whatever reason, um, it just isn't. So, come playoff time, this is going to be a place where teams come in and they're scared to play. And we got what two and a half, three weeks here at home. We got to make sure we take advantage of it because uh, you know every other team is. Once you guys fell behind, I mean, one nothing. You know, they get a quick goal there to try to stop the tide. There was there any? Yeah, one nothing stuff's gonna happen, right? Bounces, two nothing bounces are gonna happen. But to let it get to you know three, four, five, it's just like I said, it's not good enough. It's just, you can say it over and over again. We just mm-hmm. gotta answer that. I know you're not focused on this. Least of your worries, but tough spot to put Jake in there as he's trying to. Yeah, it's a tough team. spot to put both of them in. Hutz has been playing his butt off for the last you know two weeks and. All three goals, he has no chance on because we're, you know, loose in our own end. So, um, you know, again, Jake's got to come in and all of a sudden get a flurry of shots. It's, it's not, those guys play too hard for us to put them in that position. Yeah, it's a team letdown, but I mean, you feel like with the way Carter's been playing, you really let him yeah, down. Yeah, 100%. Too. We all feel. We feel like we let him down, we let Jake down. Like I said, those guys have been playing their butts off. That's the last couple, you know, won us some hockey games the last couple weeks. To do that to him, it's not fair. He works too hard to put him in that position. It's just a lack of urgency in the beginning of the game. And they plain and simple outworked us. Not a simple answer to it, but... Yeah, it's that simple. They outworked us. They had more urgency in their game from the get-go, and we got behind by four. And, um, you know, in this league, it's that's too tough a hill to climb back. And I think our response was late. Should have had an earlier response than we'd ended. Um, yeah, disappointing. Well, the last game you had here where you, you lose 7-4 to four to Florida, you started a little better in that game, but kind of lost the same thing, losing the urgency. I don't know. I can't compare that. That one's – I can't remember that one. Uh, I like the way that we played in the last two games in Toronto and Ottawa. Uh, I think the biggest part of our performance in those games was the uh, – urgency and discipline and um, attention to detail and then tonight it was the opposite. I understand that urgency is the key word here, but why is the defense just so hit or miss? Um, I mean, it's, we'll look at it tomorrow. The, I mean, the base for everything is work ethic and when you get out work like you did, like we did in the first period, um, you know, that's when the mistakes cost you. I don't. You know, that's, uh, there's no explanation for it. To be perfectly honest, there's no explanation for it. Mike, just the, the word that kept being mentioned, Steve, trying to was urgency. I mean, just after a two game road trip like you had, the emotional one in Toronto, just, I know you just said that you can't explain it. Yeah. Not urgency. <laughs> Again, I'm not sure. 
you know, it's uh, it's it's pretty simple. You look you look at our division and you look at what's going on around the league, and uh, and you'd think that as a you know, you'd think that you would come to the rank and number one, you can control two things: you can control your attitude, and you can control your work ethic, and you think that the, the desperation would be there. That this is a group that that you know has won a lot, and winning doesn't come easy. And I can't imagine that we've forgotten, um, you know, the investment that's required. I can't imagine that we've forgotten that. So, um, not sure. Pretty harsh reminder tonight. Last time you guys played here was the Florida game. You said that that game was unacceptable. Was this another? Well, it's got to be unacceptable to them. I hate to say it. You know, that's the that's the reality. So, I can say it all I want, but. Um, you know, we can keep trying to do whatever, you know, and obviously we will. We'll come back to the rink tomorrow, and, and that'll, be, uh, that'll be a practice that, you know, obviously we'll have practice. And, but it's in the preparation. You know, for whatever reason, when you're not ready to work, you know, obviously that's the result tonight. I have one word for every fan out there. One word that describes the Blues since the end of November, somewhere around there, inconsistent. You don't go far in the playoffs, and you do not win a Stanley Cup when you're inconsistent. They're inconsistent defensively. Two, three games in a row, man, they play pretty good defensively. They cut down on the other team's chances. They cut down on Jake having to come up with great saves. Carter Hutton have to come up with great saves. They allow their goalies to make the saves they need to. And if there ever is a small lapse, those goalies are able to make those good saves. Then they're scoring. They've scored more than three goals three times since December 9th. Detroit, December 9th. Recently, four goals against the Panthers. Four goals against Ottawa. So three times in the last, I don't know, 23, 24 games, the Blues have scored more than three goals. You're not going to win that way. You're just not. I know losing Jaden Schwartz has a lot to do with the blue scoring issues. But guys need to step up. There are other teams that lose players and other guys can step up. It happens all the time. It's happened in the past for the Blues. This year it's not happened. I'm very happy they scored four goals against the Panthers. But their defense sucked that game and they lost 7-4. to four. I'm very happy that they scored four against the Senators. But the Senators are not a good team. They scored two against the worst team in the league on Saturday. Consistency. The defense has to be consistent. They have to be. The goaltending, up until recently, has been pretty consistent. I know everybody's upset at Jake Allen with a 2.75 goals against. That's not terrible. It's not great, but it's not terrible. He had a bad December. And so far, he's not having a great January. But he's not really played much recently. Carter Hutton's played eight out of the last ten games. I love Carter Hutton. You ride him when he's hot. But let him play two games in a row. Put Jake in. You've got to give Jake some confidence back. You have to. You have to do it. If Jake Allen is your number one goalie, you do it. If you don't think he is, then you probably won't do it. You'll put him in every four games for one game. 
But if you're set on Jake Allen being your starter, and I think Jake Allen is a starter in this league, you've got to start playing him. Even if he is terrible in the game you're bringing back, you've got to give him a chance to get his confidence back. You have to. That's the way it works in the NHL. You do play your hot hand, but if your number one goalie's not playing well, you've got to give him a chance to get his confidence back. And in my mind, the Blues haven't done that. Why? I don't know. Also, in my opinion, Carter Hutton's a great backup. Can he, he can play 15 to 25 games a year and be pretty consistent. I don't think he's a number one. I just don't. He's never had to play that much. He did play a lot in one season when Pecorine got hurt in Nashville and did a very good job. But he didn't play 65 games. There's those that are starters in the NHL for a reason. There's those that are backups. There are backups that can become starters. Look at the competition between Jake Allen and Brian Elliott. When Jake would be great, he was in there, Brian Elliott would sit. But then they'd give Elliott a chance every three, four games. And if he started playing well, he played a couple games. And then when somebody got injured, they came in for each other. It was a great tandem. You've got to have that. Because a goalie gets hurt in the playoffs. We've all seen what happens. Hate to bring it up. Grant Fuhr gets smashed against Detroit years ago. Is out. Hurts his knee. They think it's a career-ending injury. Look what that did to the Blues after that. Totally different series after Grant Fuhr went out. You've got to have two goalies going into the playoffs. Do you have to play both of them? No. This is not the Dallas Stars with Letton and, and Niemi. We, we all seen how great that worked in the playoffs a couple years ago. Didn't really work that great. You've got to have a consistent number one. If you're going to continue to say Jake Allen is your number one, you've got to start playing him. If you're going to say that Carter is now your number one or you're going to play him till he's hot, play him, but put Jake in there. Get Jake some confidence back. You're paying this guy a pretty good sum. Someone told me the other day that Jake needs to play like the top paid goalie that he is in the NHL. Well, I had news for that person. Jake Alley is not a top paid goalie in the NHL. He's not in the top half. I think he's 19 or 20. So there's 18 or 19 other goalies that are paid more than Jake Allen. So that doesn't fly with me. But we've got to get this worked out. Is Jake your number one? Is Carter Hutton your number one? They need to decide. They need to come out and say who their number one is. Then we've got the whole Scotty Epshaw, Magnus PRV, Dimitri Yashkin, Chris Thorburn debate. I've never understood why any of those three guys are playing over Scotty Epshaw on a consistent basis. I'm not saying play Scotty every game. I don't think Scotty's in a point in his career where he can play every single game because of his high energy. Do you play him two out of three, two out of four games? Yeah, I would. Definitely would. Chris Thorburn has had a couple good games with the Blues. A couple. Two or three, I would say. And they've been very good when he's played good. Then they've been very bad when he's been not even a factor. He hasn't replaced Ryan Reeves in that enforcer category. He just hasn't. Yashkin, I don't know why the Blues continue to play this guy. I, I just don't. I know he's got a big body. And when he uses that body, if you notice, he scores more. But he doesn't always use that body. He's an over six foot tall guy that plays like a five foot seven guy. And then you've got Payarvi. What has he done? Nothing. I don't even know why he's on the roster. I just don't. There's got to be somebody out there better. Start playing Scotty Upshaw every two to three games, every two to four games. 
Give him a rest, yes. Play him more consistently than these other three guys. Like I said, I'm not a big play Scotty Upshaw every game guy. I'm just not. I don't think he can do that with the type of player that he is. That high energy, just just so high energy that it kind of burns after a couple games. He can't play every game in a row. He's going to need a night off. Play one of these other guys then. But at least getting back in the lineup on a consistent basis. Things have to change. You've got to mix something up, and I know they had a hard practice Sunday, but there's a lot that's got to change with this team for them to be consistent and for them to be considered a true Stanley Cup contender. There are those that still say they are. I don't think they are right now. Were they at the end of November? Yeah, I think so. Could they be again? Of course. They've got some very good players. But as you've seen, if they don't play their game and they don't move around when defending, and they don't move around when they're on a penalty kill, and they don't move around on the power play, or they pass too much on the power play trying to find that perfect pass, this team doesn't win. There's a certain game plan that Coach Mike has that they have to follow. Nobody's perfect. There's going to be times where you're going to make mistakes. But in that game Saturday, they didn't follow it, and there's been several games in the last month and a half. They've not came close to following it. Consistency, consistency, consistency. Once they become that, They'll be a much better team and maybe will once again be a Stanley Cup contender. Thanks again for joining me for this episode of the Drop Podcast. We hope the Blues will have a great effort uh, Tuesday night against the Senators. Should be a great game. Until then, have a great rest of your week and let's go Blues. This has been the Drop Podcast. Don't forget to visit our website, www.droppodcast.com, where you can subscribe to our show and download current and past episodes from iTunes, Stitcher.com, and Google Play. You can follow The Drop on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. For more information about lineupmedia.fm or The Drop Podcast, email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com, theofficialdrop at gmail.com, or lanced at droppodcast.com. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.